previously on the campaign trail. There are massive billboards that show advertisements for the latest plays about the great heroes. There's Rodri the rider who perfected the art of forgetting. There's Cassia the storyteller who told the story of the heir to the north. There's Rob Sardan and the sea stone sword. There's Jamie Childs and the fall of Thatch. You see, the seal is broken. The ooze will be vulnerable. You fool. All we had to do was take your arm off. Oh god, in retrospect, that's a much better idea! <laughs> this house thanks you for your service. Your actions in Ragnar's Rock are under consideration. However, in recognition of your actions here today, I don't think we will be recommending charges be brought against you. After the uh, inquiry, I recommended no charges be brought against you. Uh, This was a great cause for celebration, I suppose. Uh, You uh, were surrounded by press a couple of times afterwards. Um, So uh, would you like to talk about how you uh, spin this to the press and then we can move some polling? Um, How do we want to spin this? Oh, well, we weren't charged, therefore mm-hmm. it's fine. Therefore it's fine, yes, we were <laughs> totally, you know, the re- inquiry found that we had done nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. We are totally vindicated in the eyes of both the public and the <laughs> parliamentarians. Law. Yes. <laughs> I, well, yes, um, I'm, I, I am Pelagos the Infallible. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, what do you think this says about the government? We need to consider some level of reform so our justice system is not run by eldritch horrors. However, we don't want to put these eldritch horrors out of a job yet. I I don't think that eldritch (laughs) horrors should be discriminated against, but I feel that more representation of people who aren't eldritch horrors in the House of Lords would probably be a good thing. I I find it a very dangerous place to be. Mm. I can imagine Pelicos especially is... uh... (laughs) is not happy at the outcome um, uh, not especially no um there is there is a, a, a severe lack of justice for the innocent uh do you want to all uh, the three of you anyway um roll some persuasion oh. and I'll do, 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 do some do, 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 do. how persuasive are my feelings Oh, very persuasive. That my dice app is nicer than your dice app, Joel. <laughs> I did think about bringing my dice to Spain, in bed, but I thought, what if I lose them? I can't lose my dice. Nah, that's no. true. Yeah. My D20 says 27. Ooh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> wow, mine also says 27. <laughs> oh, okay. Mine cool. says 19. Joe? I am Pelicos with persuasive. We're all very persuasive today. Ooh. Okay, uh, can one of you roll two d4? Steve, do you want to do that? I can, I can do it. I feel like you suffered a lot in the last one, yeah. so your reward is two d4. Well, that comes out as three. Three, okay. Uh, let me just quickly do some maths. It's always the maths that's the highlight of the podcast. Well, it's great for me because I can just yeah. cut all that out. Everyone thinks uh, it just happens yes, instantly. It like yeah, it makes me sound. Ra- it makes me sound like my A level and my my D at A level maths uh, was worth something. Do you also count um, bits where I go? 
Yes. <laughs> Do you never listen back to the episodes? I cut out a lot. No, I can't listen to my A lot of dead air. Ah, uh, fair enough. Uh, okay, so the polling has now shifted somewhat thanks to your um, little PR uh events uh so now we're looking at the unicorn party are on 39 percent. that's a lot of percent the fable party are on 32 percent the true neutrals are on 10 uh gunge are on six the sdp are on nine and dungip are on two so still everything to play for. Uh, you've crawled back quite a way because you, you were right down on like, I think it was like 27% you were on before. Wow. Um, How do we so get that low? Pulled back some. Uh, it was after Gorlak was elected leader. Uh, the uh, the other parties really pounced on that. Mm. Uh, as, oh, you can't trust a goblin. He's called Gorlak the Betrayer. How can he be? What's, I mean, what's in a name? <laughs> I mean, seriously, you know, if, if that, you know, the big old troll who sits in the Houses of Parliament, Dennis Skinner, he doesn't actually skin people. It's just his name. <laughs> <laughs> the Betrayer is a sensible name. <laughs> I have to say, I've never been sure about his leather curtains. Well, well maybe he does skin people, but uh, you, you can't tell just by his name. You can tell by the fact that he has a big skinning knife and says, I'll skin you. As long as we're dead first, I don't see the problem. <laughs> um, I mean, you know. Okay, so humane skinning. Uh, so you've uh, had it's a few weeks later. I'm going to establish. Uh, you've had a bit of time to recover. I think Pelicos has been on compassionate leave. Mm. Uh, how have you spent your time off? Uh, I bought a new shirt, and <laughs> of course, and I had a drink. Is it black? Um, yes, I am in mourning. I made some cakes, and then I ate. <laughs> You didn't cakes. make any for your friends? Yes, but then I ate them too. <laughs> what, the friends? <laughs> no, just the cakes. <laughs> I do not eat my friends. Yeah. I'm, I'm not Dennis Skinner. <laughs> <laughs> not until they eat this my is, friends. This is not libelous. Dareth, <laughs> um. <clears throat> uh, what have you been doing? I've learned at least two new songs. Mm. Yes. Yay. <laughs> um, I think they're Billy Bragg covers. <laughs> Billy Bragg in this world also being a bard but he's a little bit up himself he brags a lot oh okay there we go it's a bit yeah. too obvious of a joke but that's my level today <laughs> I have also been practicing uh, creating little lights with my fingers and just like playing around a little bit I, I, oh, I have a, a like prestidigitation yes. a vision of um, Pelikos and Dereth just sort of doing some magic 101 like, <laughs> letting you know the ins and outs and the Sort of the, the courtesies of magic. Uh, this courtesy? <laughs> Good lord. well out the way of that. <laughs> it's a, it gets a bit explosive. Yes, yeah, so there's a bit of firebolt involved, I'm afraid. You don't want to know about the chaos bolts. No. <laughs> I mean, I personally love the chaos bolts, but not in public and less. It took me no. ages to get the soot off the ceiling. <laughs> well, that's what my hat is for. I put instead of having a hammer in my hand, I gave it a little, um, little brush, and then <laughs> just walked around and it was brushing the ceiling. Was, uh, have you have you taken that thing off since we got back? A few times. I did have to wash my hair. <laughs> of course, at least once. Uh, Tilda, last week our cliffhanger ending, you uh, had a bit of an unsettling vision where you saw. Uh, that old dragon again, yes, with no eyes. Uh, who seemed to be living in your mirror. You haven't seen it since, but uh, how did Tilda respond to this? Uh, she was quite cross, 
because how dare she have her eyeless dragons in her mirror when she's already killed them off? You know, they've been coming back and haunting a person, so she's quite angry about it, but she's also a little perturbed that the dragon might be watching her. A little bit unsettled. Still kind of staying away from mirrors, Staying away from mirrors, and also slightly more grumpy about the the chaos bolts in the lounge than she needs to be. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, so... Uh, like I say, it's been a few weeks, and uh, you decide to try and uh, cheer yourselves up by uh, going to see a play. Uh, it's like a play. Uh, uh, Rachel Mace, uh, aka the Marquis of Granby, is performing in this. Perfect. Uh, it's at Leicester Square Theatre. Um, uh, uh, Tilda, you are especially excited as this is a play based on your favourite book series that uh, you grew up with, a YA fantasy novel series called The Fall of Thatch, mm. based on the life of the teenage hero Jamie Childs, who defeated the dark Prime Minister Thatch about 30 I years ago. I like that one. Uh, that is my favourite. <laughs> I, li- I like it when Thatch falls. It's the best bit, <laughs> I love. I love, I love an epic. Uh, there are so far. I love an epic fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> it's very it's especially epic there are currently 28 books in the series uh, <laughs> with another on the way uh tilda let, I'll, I'll let you sort of help flesh out what this book series is like uh what's your favorite installment oh you mean apart from the book where she cries <laughs> I, I like i like the installment where she loses her son in the desert for like four days <laughs> that was very entertaining Especially as he was like massively incompetent and he was walking around being like kidnapped by Bedouin and falling in oases and, you know, getting food on by camels. It was hilarious. Yeah. That was the best bit. Uh, that was in one of the yes, early books, I think. Uh, <laughs> it's meandered a lot since then. Uh, the play itself is about three hours long. Um <laughs> Dareth needs to uh, pee throughout literally all of it. Yes. Uh like I say, one of the main reasons you have to see it, other than Tilda's uh, incessant fandom, I imagine Tilda has uh, a t shirt. Maybe even a cosplay. I the Thatch t shirt. I, I, I cosplay as. Um, <laughs> sometimes I cosplay as Jamie Childs, and sometimes I cosplay as um, Douglas the Third. <laughs> it was the third Douglas. Uh, also, uh, like as, as I said, Rachel is playing in the play. Uh, it's around the fifth act, which is towards uh, the end. Uh, uh, you see a, a scene of uh, devastation. People are desperate. The dark Prime Minister Thatch has just announced a terrifying policy to drain children of their fluids. Uh, uh, the actress <laughs> playing the hero, Jamie Childs, is uh, working to destroy one of these big machines with her magic crystal sword of destiny. And then... Rachel walks out onto the stage with a rapier and points it at her and says, uh, Aha, foul fiend, thou art caught in the act. Uh, Rachel is instantly dressed uh, in sort of uh, posh attire. She's playing uh, a character here. And uh, the actress playing Jamie Child says, Nay, tis thou that art caught. Forsooth, thine own eyes shall be forfeit, and mine people shall go free from thy tyranny. And the Marquis says, Thou sayest this, O child of destiny, but thy words are things of nonsense. It is I who am holding the power here. Seek thou to thwart this great operation. Think thee that a fable government should be better? Nay, for I, the Baroness Old, am here to... And Rachel kind of stumbles and goes, Do I have to say this lie? Go, Rachel! <sighs> Make sure the Dark Prime Minister is the true hero. Ooh. And uh, she says, aha, have at thee, foul baroness. And there's a uh, wonderfully choreographed fight scene that happens. Um, but soon the baroness has the upper hand and the audience gasps. 
And Jamie says, Oh, woe! Mine own hands are weakened in this moment, and mine sword doth fall from mine grasp. All is lost, and the dark prime minister shall oh! triumph. And the Marquis says, Seize thee now, child of destiny. There are none that can stand before the dreadful Thatch and her glorious ministry. And Jamie says, But there are those who would stand. Where? Where are those who would stand against this foul beast? There's a rumble, a clatter of feet, and a squeak of rope. A figure comes flying in from off stage. It's an Aracorka, a bird person. He looks a little bit old to be it's playing a like teenager. But the... He, he was... <laughs> yeah, the same kind of, kind of creature. Uh, the crowd goes absolutely nuts. This is a character that you all know, or all at least uh, vaguely familiar with. This is Falcon Hoof. Uh, so, Falcon Hoof, you uh, were given directions by the director who simply said, well, you were there, you just, uh, you, t- you tell us what happened. Uh, so feel free to uh, <laughs> introduce yourself. <laughs> okay, um, right, so first things first, character voice relate, this is going to be fun. Um... <clears throat> So I imagine that at this point, Falcon Hoof is on stage and he likes to stand for a second just to make sure that the crowds have fully recognised the significance of his appearance. Ah, a professional. And then, I, I think I just like lean over to Tilda and say, Am I meant to It's know Falcon Hoof, obviously. You've read them. <laughs> so he came in in book seven. I haven't read them. <laughs> you read them, they're brilliant. And at this point, he turns to the crowd and says, It is I, the potentially lesser known, but equally as important character in this story. (laughs) And then he'll wait again, (laughs) just for a quick pause to see if there's any recognition of that. Ah. Yep. Mm. Lesser known is fair here. I'm jumping up and down with excitement. Oh, no false modesty. <laughs> and um, I don't really know what we'd do at this point. I don't imagine Falcon Hoof to be much of an actor, is the issue. Yeah, can you roll a performance? Uh, that's probably a good idea, yes. So that is... That is a ten. Ten, okay. It's it's not no. brilliant. You're not a trained actor. Um, <laughs> I think like you, you stumble over a few of the, your lines and you kind of, because you've not been given a script, uh, which I think makes it doubly difficult, and you just kind of have to bounce off the other characters who are all talking in this kind of faux Shakespearean style and you're talking like a normal human <laughs> being, or, or Aracocca in this case. Uh, but I think like people in the crowd seem to get that you're not a, a, an actor, but you are the real deal. So I think people give you a, a sort of polite round of applause. Woo, um, the the play the play goes on for. A, I would do a, a very over dramatic bow at this point. <laughs> uh, the play comes to its epic finale with this sort of grand showdown between Jamie and the Dark Prime Minister Thatch. Uh, there's a big song and dance number. Applause sweeps through the theatre. Tilda, uh, you notice uh, a lot of deviations from the book. Uh, your favourite scenes were skipped, so you're, you're, um, perhaps you have mixed feelings about it. Uh, well, it's obviously not as good as the book because the play never... I, 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 I have a question. I have a question because okay. I'm not a big fan of his. Does, does Jamie have a mag- magic torch? Uh, a magic sword a magic to- oh. she has. I, I think he's got a magic torch as well. He can oh. light it. Uh, she. She, sorry. Excellent. Um, you know, was Is this a joke that I'm missing the punchline? Very possibly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Um, sometimes I like to cut out my not understanding jokes and just uh, hope that the audience <laughs> assumes that I got it. Um, you, you have seen Jamie and the Magic Torch. I have not. Oh, no. my God. Oh, good grief. Oh, my God. Wow, there we go. That's something for me to Google. Yes. <laughs> go and Google it. Really, really weird. Uh, so, uh, after the end of the film, uh, you file out of the auditorium uh, into the entrance lobby, which is a sort of grand room with high vaulted ceiling. Uh, the floor is solid stone, polished marble. And there, at the end of the room, is a table piled with copies of the latest books in the series, along with some merchandise. Uh, and I, I go charging over, <laughs> waving my wallet. <laughs> and who is there sitting at the table, ready to sign things? It is Falcon Hoof. Uh, Falcon who has a special set of his own action figures that he has set out as well. I buy all the action figures and get him to sign them. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I'm can so do. Excited. Can do. How do you sign? Um, so the action figures of... How do you sign action figures? <laughs> you sign the cardboard. Yeah. Carefully. Oh, <laughs> I see. And then you buy, two, you buy two of each so that you can unbox one and play with it. <laughs> I do that with shirts. <laughs> <laughs> so if all the I, I don't know how realistic this would be but if all the action figures have been bought and I imagine that Falcon Hoof would have 10 of his own action figures mm. he would be more than happy um, to sign each one individually and then put them together and then make one big long signature on all of their backs. I don't know if that's, <laughs> yeah, I do that. I don't, I don't. I don't know if that's relevant, but I feel like that's what Falconoff would do in this situation. I, I think that's what Tilda would quite like. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, can I offer him a biscuit? <laughs> you can certainly offer him a biscuit. Would you like a biscuit? No, They're thank good. you. I am watching my weight. <laughs> uh, as you are, um, I don't. Mulling I feel around, like I don't even um, know you. Uh, you see somebody in the queue. It's quite a disturbing sight. It's something you never thought you'd see. See, uh, with a smile that splits her face, glee in her eyes, and bouncing with giddy excitement, you see Alzar. She's clutching a set of first editions and has a pen <laughs> ready to go. And then she spots you and looks mortified. Uh, what do you do, Alzar? I'm pretending I didn't see you. Oh, I'm running up to her. <laughs> I have too. I have always oh, wondered. Oh, like those first editions! Oh, show me, show me! Uh, she's like trying to hide. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, look, look, look! Oh, look! You've got a first edition book too. That's really rare. I, I, I know. I, I dare save her for her niece. Uh, ah, yeah, yeah, uh, for for my, for my niece. Uh, <clears throat> uh, listen. If you breathe a word of this to anyone, I will gut you like a fish, tear your skin off and make your dog wear it to your funerals. Have you been talking to Dennis Skinner? Uh, <laughs> yes, I had a meeting with him this morning. How did you know? Uh, I don't know. It's just a lucky guess. <laughs> yes. Listen, um, got a bit of a... I'm still trying to, to get the books off her and have a look. These have got alternate covers and everything. Uh, she pulls a knife on you and says, don't touch them. They're mine. Um, okay, I thought they were for your niece. Uh, uh, yeah, that that too. Um, th- listen, um, I, we need to have a chat. I've uh, got a special uh, surprise announcement uh, that I've, uh, I'm going to uh, uh, give you in uh, in a, a few minutes. I've just got to sort out uh, a few uh, little things here. Uh, can you all make a perception check? Yes. Ooh, that was a weird way to say yes. Twelve. Where are my dice? Mm-hmm. What's my perception? Okay, not great. Uh, Seventeen. Um, 
Ooh, cool. Hey, cool. I've got a 19. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, you all see uh, that there is a bit of a scuffle at the main entrance. Uh, there are some people who are shouting and uh, somebody throws something. Uh, a smoke bomb goes off. Ooh. Oh, dear. Can you all make Ooh. constitution saving throws? Bollocks. Twelve. Um, yeah, eight. Oh, dear. Sixteen. Oh. Nine. Tilda and Dareth, you take... Uh, five points of poison damage. Um, did I get my points back after? Yes. Have I got four points again? Yes, yes, well, yes. Because you otherwise, have four I'd be dead. Again. Yes, <laughs> yes. At least you it's died been a few weeks, so you've had a long better. rest. <laughs> so, how many points of poison damage? It was just five. Uh, which I'm I think is two for you. Yeah, so it's just two for you. <laughs> okay. My uh, um, my hat lowers a handkerchief just... over my face. <laughs> 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 it's starting to like me. I think. Uh, you f- you hear feet rushing towards you. You see vague shapes in the mist. Shun- somebody shouts obscenities at you. Uh, somebody Is it shouts, <laughs> You're glorifying a terrorist! Jamie Childs and her sidekick were nothing more than jumped-up child terrorists. The dark Don't you say that about lovely. Jamie Childs! Sidekick? Let's get his name right. I will fight you! Uh, Everyone's a critic. Him. You can hear more of these people running around, and uh, you see more things getting thrown around uh, in the direction of Falconhoof. What do you do? I leap to defend. You. Yes, <laughs> I defend also. <laughs> um, I uh, think I'm actually going to cast Tiny Hut around us all. Ooh, yeah, cool. I like Tiny Hut. Uh, can you remind us what Tiny Hut? Tiny is? Hut creates a ten foot radius and mobile dome of force springing to existence around and above me and remains stationary. The spell ends mm-hmm. if I leave it. Nine creatures mm-hmm. of medium size or smaller can fit inside the dome with you, so I'm guessing everybody sort of in my vicinity. Yeah. Um, yeah. The spell fails uh, if it includes a large creature. Um, all other creatures and objects are barred from passing through it. Spells and other magical effects can't extend through the dome or be cast through. The atmosphere inside the space is comfortable and dry, regardless of the weather oh. outside. Um and until the spell ends, I can command the interior to be, become dimly lit or dark. The dome is opaque from the outside of any colour I choose, so it's bright yellow, but it's transparent <laughs> from the inside. Okay. Uh, I think it dissipates some of the smoke as well, and uh, I think one of the protesters is inside the um, the, the dome with you and uh, looks a little shocked. Uh, you see a... Uh, it's quite a buff man with a shark-themed... Uh, uh, t-shirt on and uh, he uh, is carrying a mace and uh, he looks pretty cross shall we say uh, and he's looking up at uh, Falconhoof and says right it, it was him it was it, that what's his name uh, he, he did he did a bad thing he was all in that book he he, uh, he attacked the, uh, the, the the dark prime minister all them years ago uh, I, ooh, you you're a bad and oh hello no, 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 no! In, in, in fairness, in fairness, friend, Jamie Childs did do much of the the stuff that you are aggrieved about. As well, we know I am the lesser known character. Did you not see the? <laughs> <laughs> uh, make a persuasion check, Falcon. Who? I shall. Um, so that is seventeen. Oh, okay. Uh, he looks. Uh, yeah, he he looks a little. Um, 
concerned and like he's he's not quite sure what to do now and uh, he takes a step and goes well maybe maybe you're right i mean uh, hey has anyone else noticed that music has stopped and uh, he uh, looks around a little confused and uh beyond the uh, edge of the dome uh, some of the smoke is clearing and uh dareth i think your eyes focus mm-hmm. on a somewhat familiar figure standing by the door tell me what do my half elven eyes see yeah, your half-elven eyes see a figure standing on one leg near the door with a flute uh, oh, framed no. by oh, his massive mane of hair. <laughs> and uh, Mr. Anderson says, Well, well, if it isn't Dennis Moonbeam, oh, and a celebrity, you're the, uh, the, the, the other one, Can right? Can you see uh, me? Uh, I'm inside a yellow hut. I think he already was, he I, knew the... I, mean, I do uh, want to just communicate Falconhoof's real conflict at the moment of trying to assert his celebrity status while also trying to be just under the radar enough to not get attacked. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a very difficult balance to keep. <laughs> so it's okay, uh, I think... Mr. Sharkman, right? Falconhoof, he was only in... He was from book 7 onwards, so, so 7 through 15, but not in 9. Uh, and he only had a small part in 13, where he was only in the second half. As, uh, uh, almost uh, like in and, and, and many ways... In many ways, all of these appearances were small parts, but still memorable uh, by personality <laughs> alone, not by action. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's a good character, but I wouldn't say that he was pivotal to the series, and I think you should probably leave him alone. Well, I, I mean, I mean, quite pivotal, <laughs> but perhaps not. In, I, mm. <laughs> pivotal enough to sell merchandise. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yes, yeah. But if you've ever if you've ever seen the popular play Star Fights, uh, there were people in the bar who were merchandise figures, and they weren't pivotal at all. Uh, Anderson sort of saunters up to the edge of the dome and sort of uh, does a, uh, a tap on it. Mm, very impressive. Uh, nice of you to hide away while legitimate protesters uh, are uh, demonstrating their democratic rights. I don't to, think uh, it's not really a peaceful protest, is it? I don't see how that's relevant. It's, it's, it's very relevant. That's... You're mocking their great hero. The dark Prime Minister Thatch made their fathers richer than your dreams could imagine. And now you're going to let a goblin take their wealth away, are you? Yeah. Mm, you can understand yeah. why they're a little cross. Oh, I'm so sorry that they're, they're rich, riches they earned unjustly and unfairly are being <laughs> threatened. Maybe they shouldn't be spending their riches on smoke bombs and being idiots outside theatres. Uh, Tilda, can you make a persuasion check? I don't think that was very persuasive at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was not very persuasive at all. That's the one! <laughs> no, okay. I think they just get angrier and some of them start bashing on the edge of the tiny huts. Uh, and Anderson just kind of looks uh, pleased with all the chaos that's being caused here. Uh, what do you do? I would like to tell Anderson to bugger off. <laughs> I would like you to tell Anderson to bugger off. Anderson, uh, bugger off. Um, should I should I make you do a persuasion check? Because <laughs> I don't think that's going to work. <laughs> Could you? Let's uh, let's have a go. Okay, yeah, go. Let's <laughs> see what happens. Where's the d twenty on this? That's going to be an eleven, a no, twelve, twelve. I can do maths. Nah, nah. He just laughs and continues to play his flute and uh, the people seem to get uh, ever more angry and uh, oh. unrestful 
and I think uh, somebody knocks over the table of merchandise. Uh, and no! Starts, <laughs> starts kicking the books and action figures around. Right, this is going uh, too far. Yeah, I come storming it out of the tiny hut, waving my sword and shouting very crossly because people do not mistreat books. And I realised that I'm not, not of impressive size, but I'm very cross. A very cross halfling. <laughs> uh, would you like to roll some initiative? Ooh, all of us are just... Yeah, all of you. Go on then. Seeing as you asked so nicely. <clears throat> Twelve. Yeah, that is a five. Ooh, mm. twenty-one. Nine. Uh, Tilda, what's your dexterity? Seventeen. Right, Dareth, you're Hello. first. What do you do? Um, I would like to cast a new, sm- new smell. I'm going to smell a perfume that I got after leveling up. A new spell. Um, I'd like to point at Anderson, cast polymorph, oh, and turn him into a ferret. Oh yes, yeah. Uh, Do I have to make a save? Wisdom save. Wisdom save. Three. (laughs) He's a ferret. Yay! Okay, (laughs) he turns into a ferret. Uh, (laughs) the music stops Uh, his flute clatters to the ground and he is a ferret Uh, this also means that he has the HP of a ferret which I imagine is a very high I'm taking the flute it's much lower than his his current (laughs) age the transformation lasted it for um, up to an hour as long as I'm still concentrating Um, or until the target drops to zero hot points or dies Okay, let me just find ferret um, stats, 5th edition. <laughs> uh, weasel, I suppose that's close enough. Got keen hearing and smell. Okay. Alright, this is... Okay, <laughs> cool. Uh, right, so, Tilda, you're next. Okay, were we supposed to have leveled up? Because I haven't. Yes, you were supposed to have leveled right, up. Right, okay, I'll do that in the week, but I'll just stick with what I am for now. Right, um, did Pelicos take the flute? Uh, if if no, your dex is your dex is higher, so we're still in. Yeah, go for it. Right. Okay. I'm gonna take the flute and, and put it down my trousers so that he can't have it back. <laughs> I think it is taller so than your trousers. Fucking annoying. <laughs> uh, make a sleight of hand check. Need to be sleight of hand. He's a ferret. What's he gonna do? <laughs> Somebody else might try and take it. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah, go on. Okay, you you've got his magic flute. I will send you the stats for it in a uh, when I've when I've got them because uh, it's a very special magic flute. Oh, I might uh, just give it to Dareth then because I've got the musical talent of of another ferret. I okay. am <laughs> I am proficient in flute. Okay, cool. Uh, you are tossed the flute. Uh, I grab so, it. It's really cool. Uh, there are still other sort of protesters running around um, making a mess. Is there anything else you'd like to do with your turn, Tilda? Um. I start tidying up the books and getting them off the floor and putting them back <laughs> on the table because it's upsetting to me to see them on the floor. Okay, cool. It is Anderson's go, uh, but he is now a weasel. Um, I think he tries to bite you, Tilda, I guess. <laughs> I'm uh, kicking. <laughs> uh, that's 17 versus AC. <laughs> okay, um, that hits. Ow. It does Ooh, 1d1 fucker. damage. So take one point of damage. <laughs> Are you resistant one to ferrets? Uh, 
Uh, only poisonous ones. <laughs> uh, one of the protesters goes next. Uh, and he is going to uh, pick up a... Uh, he has a short sword and he's going to come after... I think Tilda's the only one out of the bubble, so he's going to come after Tilda. Uh, and that's a 19 versus AC, which oh I imagine hits. It does. Yes, ow. Yeah. Uh, seven points of piercing damage. As you are. Uh, slashing damage, sorry. Uh, Pelicos. Pelicos jumps out. Mm-hmm. Surprise! Ah! <laughs> ah! Something like that. And uh, I'm going to go and punch one of the protesters. I'm not using a sword on civilians. Mm, okay. No! I can unarmed attack. That's, that's not done. That's just not done. Uh, I think you roll plus strength for a fun out. Uh, my attack. unarmed strike is plus four, so that's a non-natural 20 for a, da- okay, for a damage cool. of two. Okay, cool. I'm treating the processors as a uh, swarm. Hands off, my friends! <laughs> uh, another protester goes next, and they're going to come after you, Pelicos. Then uh, another short sword. Um, that's only eight versus AC, which I imagine does not hit. It does uh, not hit. Oh, I didn't realise I have an uncan- uncanny dodge. Oh, that's nice. What does that do? Um, when an attacker that you can see hits you with an attack, you can use your reaction to halve the attack's damage against you. Mm. Oh, great. That's cool. Uh, Falcon Hoof, you're up. Um, so remind me, I am still in the bubble. You're still in the bubble at the moment, yeah. And can I make a ranged attack from that bubble to yes, I believe anybody outside it? Yes, you can. Excellent. Um, so Falcon Hoof will try and stay in as much safety as he possibly can. So he would <laughs> use his boomerang on uh, whichever prostator, I suppose, is the biggest threat at this point. Okay, cool. Go for it. Uh, yeah. So that is 19. Wow, yep, yeah, that hits. Um, and that is 1d4 plus 3 bludgeoning. Yeah. That is 4 damage. Cool. Uh, I think a couple of the protesters uh, have uh, fallen down now. Uh, Dareth, you're up. Hello. All right, I'm still chuffed with myself for turning him into a ferret. <laughs> um, I think I'm now going to turn my attention to the um, protester that Pelicos was start sparring with. Mm-hmm. Pull out the whip and just whack him with the whip. Whip it good. About the whip. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Bring him into line. Yeah. So I've just rolled a twelve attack. Uh, yeah, that hits. Yeah, it's cool. Um, so it's one. Um, it's one d six plus five. Okay, cool. Um, so that's going to be eight points of damage. Wowzer. Cool. Hey, yes. Tilda, you're up. I would like to cast Animal Friendship on the ferret. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I think I have to make a wisdom saving okay. throw, don't I? Uh, with the ferret stats. Oh, God, yeah, with the ferret stats. Okay. Um, <laughs> the wisdom, the, the ferret has more wisdom than Anderson does. <laughs> <laughs> this could go badly. This, this could not go uh, well. Ooh, that's 15. Yes, it does. Oh, phew. Okay, so uh, he is not befriended. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, most I think he just ferrets. Goes, I don't know what noise a ferret makes. Uh, can you remind that. me... 
uh, polymorph. How long does polymorph last for again? Did you say, Dareth? Um, up to an hour, as long as I'm concentrating. So basically, oh, I, am I still concentrating? No, I think I'm still concentrating if I make another attack. It's just if I'm hit, it's broken. Okay, I All think. Right. Uh, I think Anderson's going to come after after you then, Dareth. That's fair, uh, honestly. Nope, that's seven. That's yeah, not going to hit. Not going to hit. I think he just goes flying at you and just goes. Right I think I just swat him off. Uh, one of the uh, protesters is going to come after, uh, let's say, Pelikos. Uh, that's going to be 18 versus AC, which I imagine hits. 18 versus AC does hit, and I react and try and twist away from it. Ooh. Uh, so that's nine points of damage, but if you're going to uncanny dodge it, that's going to be, what, uh, four points? No worries. Uh, Pelicos, it is your go. Ouch! I should turn and punch that one. How dare you? Um, and that, again, is a non-natural 20. For, okay, for, yeah, cool. For two, well, damage. for two points. Two points. As it's, okay. it's uh, kind of like unarmed. So, all right, okay. So it's a fixed amount. Uh, okay. It is on mine, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, so one of that protest is going to come back at you then. Uh, 17 versus AC. Again, I imagine hits. Ah! Uh, that's six points of damage. Ooh, so again, three. How many times can you use um, uh, uncanny dodge? Is it unlimited? Well, as far as I'm aware, reactions are um, you react yeah. to okay. anything yeah. that happens. So, yeah. Okay. So that's just three points of damage. I think then. I may have that wrong. Yeah. People, people, please write in and tell us. <laughs> <laughs> please tell us where. All the many, tell, many hundreds of ways that I break the rules. <laughs> tell, tell me I'm doing this wrong. At least I know you're uh, listening. Uh, Falcon Hoof, you're up. Um, so Falcon Hoof's probably uh, considering maybe leaving the bubble at this point. Um, can I move out of the bubble and move towards the protester that's just attacked Pelicos? Yes, you can. Um in which case, I am then going to attack that protester with my quarterstaff, which is a... That's a one. <laughs> no, okay, that's... <laughs> I think you bonk yourself on the head somehow. <laughs> so I'll try and jump out the bubble in a sort of courageous way, but trip over my own quarterstaff <laughs> as I'm trying to make the attack, I think. That fits. Oh, that scans. Shame. <laughs> uh Dareth. Hello, up. it's me again. Um, I would like to, on, how many protesters are there? Uh, I'd say there's probably about three left. Three, okay. Plus Anderson. The are, are, are there any protesters that are standing really close together? Sure, why not? Sure. Cool, I'm going to cast Thunderwave on them. Okay, cool. <laughs> Constitution saving throw, I think. Yeah. That's a three, which I imagine is not going to do it. No, so that's 48. Ouch. <laughs> uh, seven each. Seven each. I did not uh, roll very well there. So that's 21 points in total. Uh, uh, okay, so, wow. Uh, yeah, there's one left now. There's one protester left. Uh, Tilda. Right, I don't want to hurt the protester. I'd quite like to hurt Anderson. Um, but I <laughs> probably shouldn't really hurt butty little animals. Um, <laughs> could I fire lightning arrow not to hit him, but to dazzle and confuse? Sure, yeah. Still okay. make an attack roll, uh, and, uh, but I'll do it against his yeah. wisdom rather than his AC. 
do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it does not work, I'm afraid. Uh, it is Anderson's go. I think he's going to try and bite Dareth again. Uh, <laughs> 12. Does not hit. Doesn't does not hit, hit again. Nearly does. Gets a bit closer this time. Uh, this one protester is going to, I think, run away. Uh, but would Sensible. you like to take an opportunity attack or are you going to let him go? Let him go. Okay. Uh, We've already flees. done enough damage ourselves here. We don't want to make it worse. Uh, as he, I smile and wave. Alzar comes striding out of the, the tiny hut, uh, yawning. Uh, says, well, it took you long enough. There's been a few of those people knocking around, trying to make trouble at this play. Uh, I thought Falcon Hoof himself being here would drive them away, but it's made them a bit bolder. Sorry about that. Anyway. Thanks for helping. Ah, oh, well, no problem. Uh, <laughs> did you catch up on your reading? I did, yes. Oh, Have good. you read the new Listen, one yet? Uh, I read it before it came out. Oh, you know uh, people. <laughs> I know I know all the people. She doesn't know people. I went to a midnight opening and I queued up and I dressed up and everything and it was fab. Are you <laughs> are you signed up to Netgallion? <laughs> uh I know people who know people. <laughs> right. I think we're going to have to go out the back way just just uh I can see some uh, reporters out there who will probably want to ask difficult questions about a brawl that happened here, and the less they know about who was involved, the better, frankly. Uh, can you all make stealth checks? That's stealth. a 12. Uh, that's also yeah, a 12. 17. 11? 11 just passes. So you're, <gasps> you, you all sneak out uh, through the back entrance. Very uh, sneakily. And, uh, you're very oh, sneakily. Look, uh, there's a poster they're showing out in the north next week. We should totally go. <laughs> I've never heard of that one. It's good. <laughs> it's a good one, that one. Oh. Can't remember who wrote it, but it was good. Uh, oh, well, I'm very Sir Stephen the Poor. Yeah, um. <laughs> yeah didn't, make mu- didn't make much money of it, you know. He's, he's still poor. <laughs> yes. Oh. Joel, um, can I throw a span in the works here for you? Yeah. Um... I feel like, given the situation Falconov's just been in, he would be very keen not to take a stealthy exit. He would be very keen to appear in Ooh. front of the reporters just to get a bit of, um, you know, face time. Publicity. Okay. Are, uh, are you going to tell them that you, you took them all? <laughs> you I will defended tell- the entire theatre. I will I'm tell them that-, that you're not out there with your silly hat. <laughs> Um, sometimes okay, uh, the discretion is the better part of valour. <laughs> Friends, uh, I, think, I would okay, appreciate Falcon, your think... discretion and what happened today, but l- fear not, Falconhoof will be able to wave away this PR disaster. No, <laughs> okay, I think you stride out of the front doors and uh, some uh, reporters uh, are all kind of looking at you and uh, with their little quills and uh, um, notebooks uh, come up to you. So, oh, uh, can you tell us what happened here, Miss Falcon Hoover? What, what, what's, what's going on? Well, once again, the artistic integrity of this fine theatre <laughs> has been compromised by what can only be described as rebels going against the um, the bollocks. Give me one second to think of a word here. <laughs> <laughs> um, Enraged critics. <laughs> so the reporters are now getting a little bit unrestless about the fact that Falconiff is still trying to think of a word here. Um, 
the rebels that have come into this theatre are trying to undermine the great story of Jamie Childs and his equally as important sidekick, Falcon Who. <laughs> uh, so, did... Are you saying you you violently assaulted these protesters? These All peaceful I'm protesters? Is it will be a very long time before these protesters think that they can get the better of action hero Falcon Hoof. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think he's learning. W- w- did you do this on your own, or were you helped? You know the. Whole situation lended itself towards a feeling of camaraderie against all the guests who were there, <laughs> wanting only to remember the great, great tale of Jamie Childs and also, I must hasten to add, Falconhoof. Um, so <laughs> I could not take all the credit for um, alleviating the problems caused by this brawl. Uh, however, I do think it would be fair to say that my mere presence at this theatre tonight uh, was very much a call to arms. Uh, can you roll persuasion for me? I've got a good feeling about this. <laughs> I'll give you advantage, because I like that. So roll twice and take the higher number. Do that as 19. Okay, yeah, I think that they, they nod along. I think they're convinced. You know uh, what? I think uh, he's got it. <laughs> you get a little round of applause, you know. Uh, I think even Alzar's a little uh, impressed and uh, nods happily. Uh, and uh, as the reporters dissipate, um, she comes up to all of you and uh, says, Okay, gather around, everybody. Special announcement. Um, as you, uh, well, as you know, there's an election coming and uh, we need all the boosts we can get. So there's going to be a bit of a surprise. I'm sending you to one of the marginal constituencies. That's not a surprise. And, uh, well, <laughs> but you'll have an advantage this time, because your candidate will be our very own Falconhoof. So, Ooh, but nobody knows. Exactly. It's a tip-top secret. We need to keep this secret until the moment is right. All we need is to get you to get Falconhoof to the Forest of Mean, that is the constituency in question, and have him announce his candidacy to the whole crowd. And I think your celebrity status will uh, boost the polls a little. I agree. Uh, and uh, yes, so, but you must remember, no one can know until it's been officially announced. We don't want this leaking. We don't want the unicorns to hear it and then put their own celebrity candidate in there. So, right. are we all agreed? Okay. Uh, I mean, uh, seeing as you're basically our boss. <laughs> yeah, sure, whatever. Yay. As long as we get uh, paid. Road trip! Tilda, you, Tilda, you received this news with a mixture of excitement and dread. Uh, something about this feels familiar. Can you roll an insight check? 18. Okay. Uh, the Forest of Mean uh, is very familiar to you. It was Falcon Hoof's hometown. Um, but it is also frighteningly close to where your village used to be and you realise that you're going to have to drive through where it used to be to get there The campaign trail was written and produced by Joel Corner. 
It starred Aim Phoenix as Dareth Moonbeam, Stephen Poor as Pelicos the Various, and Joanne Hall as Tilda Northwanderer. Falcon Hoof was played by Chris Beatty. The Marquis of Granby was voiced by S. Naomi Scott. The theme music is The News Team by Dr. Hollywood. Additional music was by Alexander Nakarada and Matt Corner. Full details on where you can find their music is in the episode description. You can follow The Campaign Trail at thecampaigntrail.co.uk, on Twitter at thecampaigncast, on facebook.com forward slash campaigncast, at soundcloud.com forward slash joel-corner, that's j-o-e-l hyphen c-o-r-n-a-h, and at joelcorner.com. In next week's episode, along with their new companion, our heroes travel to the Forest of Mean, where Tilda faces ghosts from the past. Until then, go back to your constituencies and prepare for adventure. <laughs>